Salutations, listeners. You're listening to another episode of the Dr. Jazz Podcast, and I'm your host, Nathan Holloway, your doctor for jazz. And it is our mission here at the Dr. Jazz Podcast to cure whatever it is that ails you through the power and the majesty of jazz music. In this episode, we are celebrating the wonderful Duke Ellington's birthday. And I I kept wrapping my head around, like, well, do we just do a spotlight on Duke Ellington? Because, God, that could take, like, 25 different episodes all in itself. So I narrowed it down to something that I think is one of the most amazing facts about the wonderful Duke, and I thought, man, this guy has played with everybody. So why don't we highlight that? So we've got 25 glorious tracks of various collaborations that Duke Ellington has had over his storied career in jazz, and we're going to bring those to you, because this man his reach is far and wide and that's what makes the elegant duke probably america's greatest composer and the century's greatest artist so with that being said let's get to some music Thank you. 
What a gorgeous, gorgeous trio of wonderful female vocalists right there. So that last track was one of Duke Ellington's greatest compositions entitled Come Sunday, and it was sung by the great Mahalia Jackson, who Duke collaborated with on his Black, Brown, and Beige album. And it's so good. And then before that, we actually heard from one of the greatest of the Red Hot Mamas. <laughs> We're talking about Miss May West. Yes, that May West, the same one from Hollywood. If you've ever wondered where that saying, you know, when I'm good, I'm good, but when I'm bad, I'm better, that came from Miss May West. And it is no doubt that it is her on the vocals because only Mae West has a voice like that. And we got to hear her rendition of the jazz classic My Old Flame with the Duke Ellington Orchestra backing her up. And that comes from the Chronological Classics album 1933 to 1935. That's right. Even back then, Duke Ellington was making great collaborations with very memorable people at the time. And then we started off the set with Lady Time herself, Miss Ella Fitzgerald, the first lady of swing. We got to hear her sing Duke Ellington's composition, Azure. And it is one of the most dreamy, drifting, beautiful, floating melodies ever written. And from the pen of Duke Ellington to the the voice of Ella Fitzgerald, it's pure gold. And that comes from Ella Fitzgerald Sings, the Duke Ellington songbook. So there is a lot more where that came from, if you like that. So that's what we're doing. We're spotlighting the collaborations between the great Duke Ellington on his birthday today, April 29th, and some of the greatest uh, stars of jazz, as well as some surprises thrown into the mix. So in this upcoming set, we are going to feature some collaborations between the Duke and the drums. You're listening to the Dr. Jazz Podcast. Thank you. 
we've just done a new thing, and uh, we'd like to have you hear a little bit of it. We call it uh, Le Plus Belle Africaine.
Jimmy Hamilton. John Lamb, the bass. Jimmy Hamilton. Everybody, 17. 17. <laughs> All right. So that was some killer powerhouse band and drumming right there with, as Duke mentioned, the title of that last track was La Plus Belle, Belle Africaine. And that featured the great Elvin Jones on drums. And you can find that session from the 60s on the album Elvin Shea Duke. It's on a European label, but you might be able to find it. But, oh my God, the power of that is just Unbelievable. And when you know it's Elvin, it, it shouldn't surprise you. But Duke play with everybody, so there you go. Before that, we heard Wigwise from the album Money Jungle on Blue Note Records. We heard Duke Ellington at the piano, the great Charles Mingus on the bass, and the exquisite drummer Max Roach on the drums. Killer, killer stuff. I mean, the whole album's great. I highly recommend it. <clears throat> and then we started off the set with drumming master Louis Belson, who was a great band leader in his own right. But he did play with Duke Ellington, and that featured him on the tune Skin Deep from the album Ellington Uptown. And it's also worth mentioning that even though they didn't record together, in the Washingtonians, Ellington's first group, that group also contained the great reed man, Sidney Bechet. Yeah, that's Sidney Bechet. And Sidney Bechet was the one who 
actually took a young saxophone player named Johnny Hodges under his wing and taught him how to phrase and scoop notes. And it was through the tutelage of Sidney Bechet that who whom Duke loved, by the way. And it was through that tutelage that Johnny Hodges created his signature sound that we enjoyed for decades of recordings and whom gave Duke Ellington one of his many signature sounds within his orchestra. So we can thank Sidney Bechet for that too. It was also known that he wanted to hire Charlie Parker to be in his orchestra in the 40s. And (laughs) he said, well, make me an offer, Bird. Make me an offer. So Bird threw out a number of how much he would need to make. And Duke says, I don't even pay myself that much. He said, nobody in the band gets paid that much. You know, he goes, I can't afford you. So if Charlie Parker would have maybe perhaps thrown out a lower number, maybe we would have some recordings between the bird and the duke so but it wasn't for try- it wasn't for not trying on ellington's part so we are the dutch jazz podcast we are spotlighting great jazz collaborations with the great duke ellington here on his birthday he would have been 121 years old born april 29th 1899 oh the elegant duke Remember, you can find the Dr. Jazz Podcast on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and Stitcher. So please feel free to write a review or uh, to make a little comment or just click the like button. Uh, You can also find all track and album information on our website, so you don't have to worry about writing anything down. We've already taken care of that for you. And that website is www.drjazzpodcast.com. J-A-Z-Z-Podcast.wordpress.com. And you can also find us on Twitter with the handle at N-D-H-Jazz. That way you can stay up to the minute and know when each podcast is released so you can come and check it out. And please, share with your friends. So, enough talking and PSAs. Let's get back to some great music.
after a hasty consultation, we've decided on some original blues with the Duke and Father Hines. How about that?
Now you can believe that's the first time that's happened. Duke, Duke, please. Of all of the people who is really unique when it comes to just sitting at the piano and, and doing something very special, this gentleman is perhaps without peer. Now, it doesn't matter whether he's playing uh, a ragtime piece or whether he's playing something uh, of tomorrow. Would you do something that sort of runs the gamut for us? Runs the gamut. So that was Jumpin' at the Woodside, and if you're confused, don't be. Yes, that is a Count Basie tune, but that is the album, that comes from the album, 
where the Duke Ellington Orchestra met the Count Basie Orchestra and they recorded together. So yes, that is Duke Ellington playing alongside the great Count Basie and his orchestra with his own orchestra on Together for the First Time on Columbia Records. Mm, good, good swinging stuff. Before that, we heard House of Lords from, which is a piano duet between Duke Ellington and the great Earl Father Hines. And um, the voice that you hear in the background, that's none other than the great Dr. Billy Taylor, who's kind of officiating, so to speak. <laughs> and we got to hear a great blues called House of Lords uh, between Earl Father Hines and Duke Ellington. So you have an Earl and you have a Duke, so yeah, there was obviously a pun intended there by calling the uh, the impromptu blues the House of Lords. <laughs> So, um, but yeah, you know, there you go. And they talked about running the gamut and that you, you've never heard that before. Well, Billy Taylor was right, you know, except I'm presenting it to you because that's what we're doing is spotlighting out of this world jazz collaborations with the great Duke on his birthday today. Uh, almost forgot to tell you the very first song that we heard in that set was a song called Tonk, T-O-N-K which featured uh, the dual piano stylings of the elegant Duke with the great Billy Strayhorn. Yes, Billy Strayhorn is way more than just Duke Ellington's right-hand arranger uh, and the great composer in his own right. I mean, it was Billy who wrote Take the A-Train, and Duke Ellington, who is obviously a genius composer, decided to take that as his theme song. So... There you go. Mm. So three interesting collaborations on the piano there. And if you haven't noticed, we're kind of setting these by little categories. So because we are trying to do our best here at the Dr. Jazz Podcast to provide the best quality jazz entertainment to cure whatever ails you. So there you have it. Um, on this next set, we've got some... Uh, male vocalists for you so stay tuned you are listening to the dr jazz podcast Thank you. 
don't you remember me? Hello, little girl, don't you remember me? I'm the same little guy brought you from Tennessee. You came to the city and your head got real high. You came to the city and your head got real high. I'm the same little guy that tried to put you wise. She's somebody else's too. She's mine, she's yours, she's somebody else's too. I'm in love with a gal and I don't know what to do. I walked all night, my feet got soaking wet. I walked all night, my feet got soaking wet. Walked all night long and I haven't found my baby yet. Thank you. 
my feet got soaking wet. Walked all night long and my feet got soaking wet. Walked all night long and I haven't found my baby yet. Hey, baby, what's the matter now?
If his heart beat a little that do, digga digga do, digga do do, digga digga do, digga do. You love me and I love you, and when you love it is natural do, digga digga do, digga do do, digga digga do, digga do. I'm so very digga digga do by nature. If you don't say digga digga do, you're made. You're gonna lose a papa, so let those funny people smile. How can I be a virgin now? Digga digga do, digga do do, digga digga do, digga do. So that was the great Mills Brothers with Duke Ellington from the Chronological Classics 1932-1933 with the Duke Ellington classic Digga Digga Doo. And the, the Mills Brothers um, at this point in time were famous for ac- so accurately recreating these musical sound effects with their mouths. It was truly, uh, there was uh, four of them and one of them played guitar even though I think that was the father. And, um, yeah. And then they would make these sounds like trumpets and trombones. And, you know, they did all these uh, these great records in which they would impersonate these jazz soloists all with their mouths. And then they would sing in these great harmonies. And that was kind of their shtick, you know, um, to get noticed. And then they just, they really cr- came up with a lot of, of hits, you know, throughout the 40s and 50s. They, they were the same group that did um, Up a Lazy River, uh, Paper Doll, Glow Worm, Nevertheless, I'm in Love with You. A lot of great hits. You Always Hurt the One You Love. Oh, man. Just a lot of great hits. So I love the Mills Brothers. My grandfather was really fond of the Mills Brothers as well. So that's definitely a, um, a sound that I grew up with. But I love Duke Ellington, and to have them both together, oh man. So, digga digga do, collaboration between the Duke Ellington Orchestra and the great Mills Brothers. Before that, um, it seemed like it might have been a bit of a slow tune, and everybody's like going, where are the vocals at? And then there's this, this harmonies. Well, that was the Rhythm Boys. 
and in case you're not sure who the Rhythm Boys were, they were a male vocal trio. That's right, the original boy band. Um, <laughs> uh, consisting of Al Rinker, Harry Barris, not to be confused with Barry Harris, the great bebop pianist. Go figure, the world of jazz is so small. Al Rinker, Harry Barris, and the great Bing Crosby. And that comes from the Chronological Classics 1930 album um, of Duke Ellington. And it was the only collaboration they had, but the the Rhythm Boys were singing the Burt Kalmar and Harry Ruby uh, classic, Three Little Words. And the Duke Ellington Orchestra was backing them up. Now, to put this in perspective, the Rhythm Boys were an act that was strictly associated with the Paul Whiteman Orchestra. And Paul Whiteman, at this point in time, was known as the King of Jazz, which, I mean, how much more racist could you get? You know, here's White Man, King of Jazz, you know, when it's an African-American art form, right? So let's give credit where credit's due. Nothing against Paul Whiteman's band. I mean, there's a lot of great stars in that band, like Bing Crosby, Tommy Dorsey, Big Spiderbeck, etc., Henry Bussey. But, you know... All Paul Whiteman did was just wave a stick, let's be honest, and sign the checks. So, anyway, the Rhythm Boys were this vocal trio consisting of Bing Crosby, and, um, yeah, so they were an act that was totally associated with Paul Whiteman, so it probably did wonders for Duke Ellington's name to be out there on a record with, you know, the Rhythm Boys, and people would buy it, and it further spread, you know, the Duke Ellington Orchestra and all that they were capable of as well. So, I mean, that's why it sounds so night and day different. But nonetheless, it's a collaboration between the Duke and Bing Crosby. So, there you have it. I've unearthed it for you, so to speak. And then we started off the set with one of my absolute favorite singers, Mr. 5 by 5 Jimmy Rushing. And Jimmy was a vocalist that was best known with his association with the Count Basie Orchestra. But this collaboration comes on a later album entitled Jazz Party. And we're actually going to dip back into that too. But it was just so great to hear uh, a rollicking blues with Duke Ellington on the, the piano and the great Jimmy Russian belting out, you know, hello little girl. So, mm good stuff. Once again, if you want to keep tabs on all these albums so you know what to order or once everything is back to normal, go and support your local record shop. We've already done all that work for you. You don't have to write it down or make notes in your phone or whatever. Just go to the website. Dr. Jazz Podcast. D-R-J-A-Z-Z Podcast. Dot WordPress dot com. You can also find the Dr. Jazz Podcast on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and Stitcher. And you can also follow us on Twitter at NDHJazz. That way you can stay up to date whenever we drop a new podcast for you. All right, enough talk. Let's get back to some great music featuring Duke Ellington.
Thank mm-hmm. you.
Pitter, Panther, Patter. Written by the great Duke Ellington. And right there we heard Duke Ellington in a duo format with Duke on the piano and the great Ray Brown on the bass. Ray Brown, Ray Brown, Ray Brown. Man. Recorded in 1972. Man, and Duke's still killing it and collaborating with the great Ray Brown. Man. So, I mean, it's good stuff. And it comes from the album. This one's for Blanton, which we're going to get to in just a minute. Um, In case you're not familiar with Ray Brown, Ray Brown is the definition of swing bass. I mean, he played for years in the Oscar Peterson trio, uh, led his own very successful groups. And oh my God, it just, Ray Brown is the definition of swing bass. I can't, I can't say anything more than that. I mean, it is what it is, you know, but just you listen to Ray Brown if you're a bass player, cause that's where it's all at, baby. Uh, before that, we heard from Oscar Pettiford because this last set, it's all about the bass, you know? So Oscar Pettiford, we heard with one of his tunes, which is very strange in a Duke Ellington collaboration, but Oscar Pettiford wrote Oscalypso, which is this great little Calypso piece, and it featured him on the bass, and it comes from the Chronological Classic album, 1949-1950, Duke Ellington and his orchestra. And you talk about somebody who's literally played with everybody as well, man. Oscar Pettiford, you know. Ron Carter really loves to talk about Oscar Pettiford. And I couldn't agree more because this guy, he played with Miles and he played with all the beboppers and Duke Ellington and, I mean... Uh, Max Roach. Oh, Oscar Pettiford, man. I mean, that dude really spans, you know, a lot of stuff as well. If you're lo- into some history of jazz bass, look up Oscar Pettiford because that guy, man, he's everywhere. Everywhere. So, in fact, that might be a great, um, that might be a great, show for the Dr. Jazz podcast to feature Oscar Pettiford. There you go. We might do that. Um, yeah. So before that, to start off the set, we actually heard from the great bassist Jimmy Blanton himself. We heard the duo or the duet of Sophisticated Lady between Duke Ellington on the piano and the great Jimmy Blanton on the bass. And that comes from the Bluebird album, Duke Ellington, Solos, Duets, and Trios, including all versions of the legendary Ellington-Blanton duets. And that's why I said, wait a minute, when I was talking about Ray Brown and the collaboration with Duke Ellington, because that comes off the album, this one's for Blanton. Well, who's Blanton? This is who Blanton is, the great Jimmy Blanton. He was one of the very first all-star bass players, and he came in to the Duke Ellington Orchestra, and he really made the whole band rock. And he came in at, at the exact same time a great saxophonist came into the band, who was named Ben Webster. And if you're at all familiar with some of the must-haves in the Duke Ellington catalog, Bluebird has a three-CD set called the Blanton-Webster Band. 
and it is like all the recordings from the Jimmy Blanton, Ben Webster era of the Duke Ellington Orchestra, which I can't overstate enough. And Jimmy Blanton was not only a great um, jazz bass player in the pizzicato style, but he really had a great melodic sense of the bass in a bowed style as well. And I think that that kind of lent itself to future bass players like Slam Stewart and that whole bowing thing, you know, while kind of singing and taking a solo at the same time. So uh, there's no doubt that Jimmy Blanton was a huge influence on Ray Brown. And so the fact that Ray Brown got to step in and, and play some of those same duets like Pitter Panther Patter and Sophisticated Lady with Duke Ellington on the album, this one's for Blanton, it, it's just, it's gold. It really is. So, um, if you're into jazz bass, check out some Jimmy Blanton and Duke Ellington duets, and check out some Ray Brown and Duke Ellington duets. And look up Oscar Pettiford, because he's the guy too. So, yeah. So hopefully you enjoyed that last set on The Bassists. Um, upcoming now, we are going to feature some different kind of string specialists. Stay tuned. You're listening to the Dodger Jazz Podcast.
All right. So we started off that set with a tune called Move Over from Duke Ellington's Chronological Classics album 1928. And that featured the Duke Ellington Orchestra with the great Lonnie Johnson. Now, if you're asking just who in the world is Lonnie Johnson, well, Lonnie Johnson was actually born in New Orleans, and he studied violin and piano and guitar, and he, he you know, he, he learned a lot of those things, but he was best known as an American blues and jazz singer, guitarist, violinist, and songwriter. He was a pioneer of the jazz guitar and jazz violin and is actually, not many people know this, but he was actually recognized as the very first to play an electrically amplified violin. So he, I mean, he's known in jazz circles, he's known in blues circles, but I mean, he's recorded with everybody. Victor, I mean, and he's got plenty of his own great recordings too. But he toured with Bessie Smith. He's uh, he's recorded with Victoria Spivey, the great blues singer. Um, he recorded with as a guest artist with the Louis Armstrong Hot Five. Yeah, way back over there. You know what I mean? Um, and then he he also recorded with the Chocolate Dandies, McKinney's Cotton Pickers. He was an influential. Um, presence to Charlie Christian, Django Reinhardt, Eddie Lang, all these great, you know, guitarists. And the other thing is that he also recorded that with the Duke Ellington Orchestra, Move Over, plus The Mooch, Hot and Bothered, all those in 1928 for the OK Record label. So, um, He's also, you know, got some records with, like, James P. Johnson. So, I mean, he, he's everywhere. And um, if you haven't checked out Lonnie Johnson, by all means, you need to. And there's some great stuff with duets with him and Eddie Lang, by the way, um, that you just need to check out. It's called, the you know, Blue Guitars. So, yeah, check that out. Um, before that, speaking of violin, we actually heard from the great Stefan Grappelli alongside Ray Nance and Sven Asmussen on Duke Ellington's Jazz Violin Session. We heard a very hip version of Don't Get Around Much Anymore. And I really loved that uh, that intro, you know, because it kind of sounded uh, like the Sephardi scale there, a little Middle Eastern influence going on with an old Duke Ellington uh, classic. So, yeah, Stefan Grappelli, man. And who, who, does everybody remember Stefan Grappelli? He's the great French violinist, jazz violinist, you know. He was part of the Hot Club de France, you know, the Hot Club Quartet of France. And does anybody remember who the guitar player was for that? Yep, you got it, Django Reinhardt. And speaking of Django, that's who we ended the set with. There's a, a track called simply A Blues Riff that Django Reinhardt met up with the Duke Ellington Orchestra in Chicago and played that live. Now, this is at the point where Django was playing electric guitar, but still, just to have documented Duke Ellington collaborating with the great Django Reinhardt, man, that's just awesome. And it comes from the great Chicago concerts on the Music Masters label. It's a two-CD set, 
but it's it's full of great you know performances plus it actually has that Django track which is just oh so good so if if you're trying to keep up with all this don't worry just go to the website all of it's documented right there Dr. Jazz Podcast D-R-J-A-Z-Z podcast.wordpress.com okay so uh yeah so we got about one two more sets coming at you and we are going to feature the saxophonists on this next set of collaborations with the elegant Duke to celebrate the great Duke Ellington's 121st birthday today, April 29th. You're listening to the Dr. Jazz Podcast. Thank you. 
absolute favorite Duke Ellington tracks. I mean, that's top 10 tracks for me. It's a tune called Limbo Jazz, and it's really got that carefree, you know, party kind of vibe. And it features a great collaboration on top of everything. And it's between Duke Ellington and the great Coleman Hawkins. That's right, the Hawk himself. And it's on the album, it's easy to find, Duke Ellington meets Coleman Hawkins on the Impulse label. And you know, the Impulse records really help foster a lot of these great collaborations because they're the ones who are responsible for the track right before that, the middle track. We got to hear the Duke Ellington classic in a sentimental mood, but in a far different arrangement than when he first wrote it. And it features a beautiful collaboration between the great and elegant Duke and the great John Coltrane on tenor saxophone from the album Duke Ellington and John Coltrane. That's right. It's one of those classic meetings and the album is just breathtaking. So, mm, that's by far one of my top favorite songs as well. And then we opened up the set with the collaboration that we alluded to earlier when we were talking about Jimmy Blanton, when we were talking about the Blanton-Webster band, right? We had talked about Ben Webster, and Ben Webster was one of the leading soloists and voices in the Duke Ellington Orchestra and during that whole time. That's why it's called the Blanton-Webster band. And his most famous solo from when he was with the Duke Ellington Orchestra was on a tune called Cottontail. And so that's what I provided for you there is Cottontail. And it was from the album Reminiscing in Tempo. And the reason I picked that one instead of the Blanton Webster Band is because if you want a great overall one CD, you know, kind of like greatest hits, but without it saying greatest hits, Reminiscing in Tempo goes from the Mooch and those 20s recordings all the way through with the Blanton Webster band and that track that we heard there, Cottontail, all the way through Take the A Train, Don't Get Around Much Anymore, uh, Black and Tan Fantasy, and it, and it concludes with uh, Black Beauty and Mahalia Jackson and the Come Sunday. And there's just lots of great tracks all over that album, so Reminiscing in Tempo is where I drew that track from featuring Ben Webster and the Duke Ellington Orchestra on Cottontail. Um, so we got one more great set coming for you and it's just um, four tracks of four great jazz legends collaborating with the one and only Duke Ellington who we are celebrating his 121st birthday today, April 29th. So... Don't go anywhere. 
You are listening to the Dr. Jazz Podcast. And now, ladies and gentlemen, M.D., a Billy Strayhorn arrangement of M.D. M.D. is very significant with the soloist in this selection, prepared especially for, this is the thing we've been looking forward for, and in support of, the great Thelonious Monk. It's called Monk's Dream.
Thelonious Monk. Monk. Thelonious Monk, the monk's dream. Uh, monk Fre. Fre or Fre Monk?
something sweet now it ain't the melody and it ain't the music there's something else that makes this tune complete yes it don't mean a thing if it ain't got that swing it don't mean a thing all you got to do is sing Makes no difference if it's sweet or hot. Just give that rhythm everything you've got. Yes, don't mean a thing if it ain't got that swing. It don't mean a thing, don't mean a thing if you ain't got that swing, boy. I said don't mean a thing and all you got to do is sing like la 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 da la do do so now it makes no difference if it's sweet or hot just to give that rhythm everything you got oh don't mean a thing boy if it ain't got a that a swinger take it from me
So, we just heard the great Louis Armstrong with Duke Ellington, which is a beautiful way to just wrap up great collaborations. They did an entire album together, and it's called The Great Summit, or, you know, you could just sit there and look for Duke Ellington meets Louis Armstrong. It's just... It's a whole album of Duke Ellington classics played by Louis Armstrong's All-Stars with Duke Ellington at the piano, which features Truman Young on the trombone and the great Barney Bigard, who actually played with Duke Ellington for quite a period of time. So it's just like coming home for Barney. Um, Before that, we heard Upper Manhattan Medical Group. So, you know, we all need to dedicate that song to the first responders in New York for sure. And it's a great tune written by the great Billy Strayhorn. And it featured the great Dizzy Gillespie. And it comes from the album Jazz Party. The Duke Ellington Jazz Party on Columbia Records. That's the same album that featured Jimmy Rushing earlier on in an earlier set. Before that, we heard Spacemen (laughs) Uh, by Duke Ellington off the album the cosmic scene and we got to hear the instantly identifiable flugelhorn sound of the great clark terry and yes i know clark terry was a member of duke ellington's band uh for quite a period of time but clark terry is a musical force unto himself and he's was always just so positive you know so i felt that we needed to make sure that we gave Clark a spot as well. Because he's the only, I, I believe he's one of the very, very, very few people who are actually employed by the Ellington Orchestra and the Basie Orchestra. So that's a special honor. Not to mention, he he's just Clark. Everybody loves CT. Before that, we started off the set with one of the most surprising collaborations from the 1959 Newport Jazz Festival, we heard the Duke Ellington Orchestra, as he mentioned, welcome the great Thelonious Monk out on the piano to play Monk's Dream with the Duke Ellington Orchestra. And there's only two tracks. There's the Monk's Dream track that you just heard and Baloo's Bolivar track. That's another Monk original that the band plays behind him and man that's just it's so special to hear those two together the Duke Ellington Orchestra with Thelonious Monk Mm. and Monk actually actually he uh, he had an album where he played nothing but Duke Ellington songs it's Thelonious Monk plays Duke Ellington and it's on Riverside it's in a trio format but it's Monk and his stylings playing all Ellington tunes and I highly recommend that Thank you for listening. Uh, This concludes our episode, our special episode into wonderful jazz collaborations with the great Duke Ellington on today, April 29th, his, what would be his 121st birthday. So happy birthday to the Duke. And we should always keep him in our memories so that we never forget the great, great art that he gave not only this country, but the entire globe. Because we're thinking globally right now. So, stay safe. Remember, we're all in this together. And we're here to cure whatever it is that ails you, even if it's staying at home and quarantine. So, as the great Duke would say, we do love you madly. 
Thank you for listening. And until next time, ashes to ashes, dust to dust. Y'all be good now. Because in jazz, we trust.